Eagle Nation, you're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. Eagle Nation, in the immortal words of Dr. Stuart Price from the cinematic masterpiece, The Hangover. We are back! We are back! We are back, baby. We are back, Eagle Nation. Gotta Talk is back for season two. Matt Monty with you, joined as always by my co-host, my friend, my former college roommate, and the the best, uh, is it Statesborian, Statesboriite? State, he's a Statesboro resident, people. Give it up for Cody Anderson. Hey, I have no idea what it is, but yeah, I live in Statesboro, so so there's that. But yes, it is fantastic to be back, and can't wait to get this uh, going. Yeah, Cody. So, I mean, if, if you're listening to us for the first time, thank you so much. Um, if you're returning, uh, you know, thank you even more. Um, but, you know, for for those people that might be listening to us for the first time, um, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse or anything, but, you know, because we did say this last season, but um, we're, we're, we're so excited to be back uh, for season two. And, and, Cody, I don't even think it was ever really in question that we would do this again. Um, obviously, a lot of work, you know, a lot of stuff goes into it. Um, you know, we do this on the side. Uh, we've got, you know, families, day jobs, life gets in the way, whatever, obviously took a long hiatus there, um, you know, b- between our last episode. Um, but I-, I don't think it was ever in question that we were going to gear up and do this thing again uh, for season two. And really, it's it- it's for you. It's it's for everyone listening out there um, that-, that gave us so much support uh, last year. And-, and hopefully, you know, the the word will continue to spread. And, you know, that that we saw a need for a podcast last year. Um, and then, you know, as, as the season uh, came about, uh, you know, all of a sudden there was three podcasts out there. We remain the only one that's, uh, you know, for fans by fans. And, uh, you know, Cody and I, both alumni, um, both bleed blue and white. Um, but, you know, we plan to tell it like it is. We, you know, we plan to uh, be critical and be armchair quarterbacks and have the same kind of conversations that we normally would have, uh, whether or not we were talking into a microphone. Um, so we're, we're excited to bring that to you, uh, for, for another season. I know Cody, you're excited too. Yep. I'm, I'm definitely excited. I'm ready to uh, go ahead and get this started, Matt. So what we're going to do, Cody, um, with, we're going to have four episodes leading up to the 2019, uh, season opener. And what that's going to be, we're going to, uh, for the first two episodes, preview the uh, Sunbelt Conference. So we'll, we'll preview the West in this episode. Then we'll preview uh, the East um, and, and you know, all the competition that Georgia Southern is going to see um, this year. Uh, you know, uh, obviously last year couldn't have gone much better, Cody. And then what, what a great year to, you know, start, um, start a Georgia Southern football podcast um, with, with one of the most historic seasons uh, in Georgia Southern uh, football history. Certainly, you know, the best season uh, since being in the FBS, arguably anyway. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough road ahead. So we're, we're going to talk about the, you know, the Sun Belt in these first two episodes, see uh, where Georgia Southern might stack up in that. In the third episode, we'll focus just on Georgia Southern. Offense, defense, special teams, we'll talk transfer portal. Um, you know, we'll maybe talk a little bit of recruiting. We might talk about themes, talk about all the coaching changes, talk about where do we go from here, you know, in, in, in uh, Lunsford's, you know, true – sophomore kind of campaign um you know in his first or his second uh full season as as georgia southern head coach is there room for growth you know can we go from good to great so we'll, we'll talk about that and then finally 
We'll preview that that huge August 31st season opener in Death Valley against LSU on national TV, um, leading you up to the 2019 season. So, Cody, um, I'm I'm excited, man. I really am. Yeah, yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I'm I'm pretty stoked. Um, coming after the season that we did last year, um, to say that the anticipation and excitement for the 2019 season is through the roof is an understatement. So I am ready to go ahead and get this football season started. I can't wait for the 31st of August to get here and to be um, to watch our Eagles go into Death Valley and hopefully pull out an upset. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for this episode, like I said, we're focusing just on uh, the West Division of the Sunbelt Conference. So let, let's kick it off, Cody, with the West Division champions um, out of Louisiana Lafayette. You know, they everyone thought they might, you know, have a really good team la- uh, last year, but there were a, a lot of unknowns. You had a first-year head coach in Billy Napier. Team ends up going uh, seven and seven overall, uh, five and four in the Sunbelt Conference, but that was good enough uh, to win the conference. They actually had a worse uh, overall record than Arkansas State, you know, the perennial favorite in that West Division. Um, so let's let's focus on the Raging Cajuns, Cody. Um, you know, what what can you kind of tell me about their team? Obviously, you know, they're they're pretty loaded um, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, defense was questionable at times, um, but but what do you kind of expect from them in the uh, the the second year under Bill and Napier? Uh, for them to be an improved team, uh, they boast one of the most formidable running back groups and offensive line groups in the entire nation, not just group of five, but all of college football. They're going to be a formidable force um, heading into this season and will be a legit threat, not just to win the West, but to win this conference. Um, That is a team that I would not sleep on. And when they come into Paulson Stadium in uh, late September, that is going to be probably the toughest home game that we have all season. So this team is going to... In my opinion, they're going to repeat as the West champions. Um, just kind of go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, the only thing, they, if they improve on defense at all with what they have on offense, with their running back core and with their offensive line, they're going to be they're going to be a tough tough beat. So this team has all the makings of of being a dominant team in this conference this year. Uh, we'll just see if what what Napier and his and his coaching staff can do. Um, but definitely they are going to be a threat to not only win the West, but they're definitely going to be a threat to win this uh, conference outright. Now, I mean, what what do you kind of know about their defense? Because I know that, you know, that was kind of their, their weak point last year. You know, they um, they led the league in, in, in yards and, and points per game, I believe. Um, but they, uh, especially uh, on, on the ground, I mean, they gave up a, a ton of yards on the ground. So, I mean, what, what, what do you think that defense is going to improve? Yeah, I definitely think their defense will improve. Um, they have several starters returning. Um, it's they they're gonna they're gonna improve. It's not gonna be something where they lost like their core group and and and, and you know it's a question as if they get worse or they get better. No, their defense will improve. They they have several key um, key players coming back, and you know it'll just be can they gel and will they still buy into the system. Um, I think they will again. This t- to me, this is the pick to win the West, uh, and I know we're going to preview Arkansas State and and how formidable their defense and their offense can be. Um, but this is the team I think to beat out of that division. Yeah, so yeah, anything else to add about them, or should we move on? I, I think we can move on. I mean, like I said, their big thing, the, their big question mark is going to be their quarterback. Uh, 
They have a guy who played limited snaps uh, last year who did pretty well when he was in the game. But that is going to be their biggest question mark is can they have a quarterback that can run their offense? Um, everything points to that he can. Um, and if he can, then then they're going to be fine. Um, but even if he can or if he struggles, they're still going to have a running back court that is probably um, what many consider to be the best in in the in our conference um, in, a, in a top running back group in the entire nation. So um, if they can lean on that, which I think they will very heavily, uh, they'll be fine. And if they have a quarterback that that rises to the challenge, um, then then watch out. They're going to be pretty. They're going to be pretty tough to beat. Well, it seems like they're getting you know some a uh, little bit of depth there at the quarterback position actually. So the 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 guy that you kind of alluded to, um, Levi Lewis. Uh, you know he he had some experience last year. Uh, smaller guy. He's five eleven, one eighty five. Uh, apparently they had a JUCO transfer. Um, come in, and he's he's a big guy, <laughs> kind of the opposite of Lewis at 6'3", uh, 234 pounds. So um, it will be interesting to see, you know, if, if there is kind of any, you know, quarterback controversy or competition there, or, or maybe they platoon them. Um, but, you know, the, it, it looks like they're, they've definitely have kind of solidified some depth, you know, at, at that position. Like you said, with uh, getting bailed out by that running game uh, will certainly help things. Yeah, it definitely will. So, um, like I said, if you can if you can stop their run, I think that's going to be the key. Is is if you can stop their running game and, and force the game um, in their quarterback's hands to him to throw the ball, I think gives you your best chance to beat this team. All right, cool. So let's uh, move on now uh, to uh, the you know that team that I mentioned just just a bit ago on Arkansas State. They they kind of took a, a step back. You know they they've always kind of been a, a streaky team. Um, you know, so starting the season usually starting the season uh, fairly weak, and then um, and then picking things up uh, once once conference play starts. It, it was kind of the opposite last year. They they kind of started to derail a little bit. At, you know, at the end, um, like I said, finished with a better overall record uh, than the Raging Cajuns, um, but uh, ended up um, losing out. You know, in in the West uh, to them, and then they ended up going all the way out to um, Arizona. Uh, you know, to to play that bowl that that nobody really wanted to play in the. In the conference so um what what can you tell me about the red wolves obviously the biggest story there is they no longer thankfully um have uh justice hansen at quarterback yeah they don't have him at quarterback um and i wouldn't say they they derailed at the end of the season last year they had a pretty tough opening slot in conference play with us and app state back to back they kind of put them in the um two losses down but yeah i kind of get what you're saying they usually kind of open up some belt play and they kind of just really just kind of take control and just kind of go from there um, obviously they're replacing a really good quarterback, but not only are they replacing that, but they are replacing the entire offensive staff, um, coordinator, coaches, staff, just whole, whole nine yards. So, um, I think they're going to probably be kind of what you've always seen of Arkansas state, uh, a team that starts out slow. They may start out like one and three, oh, and four, something like that. By the time they get to conference play, I think they'll have it figured out. And we actually play them pretty late in the season, which I'm kind of worried about because I think by that time they start they'll have everything. Stride. Yeah, they'll start figuring everything out, and they'll be a, a much harder team to, to to face and to beat. And we play them out there this year, yeah. um, which is always difficult. Blake Anderson has an excellent um, home record against Sun Belt teams, so going out there to play them is going to be very tough. On top of the fact that by the time we play them late in the season, they should have all their offensive woes and everything kind of ironed out. Um, and once when they do that, their defense has always been pretty top notch. So their defense is going to be formidable, and it'll be one of the top defenses in the in the conference for sure. 
Yeah, and, and what what do you think about Blake Anderson, Cody? Because I know, you know, Arkansas State, maybe outside of us, um, and maybe the Raging Cajuns, I wouldn't even include uh, App State in this, but I mean, you know, they have a, a very vocal fan base, you know, and, and I, I know they're, you know, they're, uh, we'll visit their forums and stuff and their, their chat boards and see everything. And um, he's, you know, Blake Anderson has been on the hot seat, you know, for, for a couple of years. You always have that little, little contingent that kind of wants him gone and waiting for that one little misstep, uh, you know, to throw him out. Like you said, all new coordinators, uh, some new position coaches. Um, so kind of like clean house there, but, uh, you know, that, that top man in charge. So, I mean, it, is, is this – would you say like he's still on the hot seat? Is this kind of his last kind of chance to to you know redeem himself? Not that they had a bad year last year, but I mean they won eight games. But I mean, do do you think this is kind of the the last kind of chance for for Anderson? No, I I don't think this is his last chance. Um, I think the most frustrating part with the team last year is seemed like they could rack up like a whole bunch of yards um, in the game, like four hundred you know, close to 500 yards a game, but they could never put points on the board. That was their big thing in their bowl game, right? They think they put up close to 500 yards, oh, yeah. over 500 yards in the bowl game, but they only had 13 points, yep. and, and they end up losing. So um, I think he did, you know, he did what you know, he had unfortunately had to do, which was to get rid of his offensive staff and bring in new guys. Um, I don't think he's going to be on the hot seat. He has a new quarterback. They still have a really good running back and, and wide receiver core. Their offensive line is, is going to be decent. So I don't think he's necessarily on the hot seat but if they f- somehow or another finish like 500 or worse then yeah I can definitely see things heating up um out there in Arkansas I mean do you think the fact that that Hanson is gone that he might be given a little bit longer of a leash that he's kind of grooming in new quarterbacks and stuff now yeah I think so and and also it'll depend on how they finish out the year right like you know we've seen Blake Anderson's teams start out 0-4 um, one in five or something along those and lines just roll. And, and, and just roll through the conference. So it's not, you know, it, it, it'll be one of those things to where if they start out like that again and then they pick it up and go like six and two or seven and one in conference play, then, then I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, what, you know, we, you already claim that, you know, you, you think, uh, Lafayette's going to win, um, the West. Uh, I'm 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 in the same boat. I, I you know I'm, I'm with you. I, I think they will repeat as champions. Um, but if Arkansas State were to do it, you know what what would it take? I think they'll heavily rely on their run game with their running back that they have. That's really good. That's coming back. Um, I think it's more so Murray's his name, and then their defense. And I think that'll be the two biggest components as that if they were to win the West. Um, and then. You know, if they can just get some decent quarterback play, I believe it's Logan Bonner is probably going to be the guy who gets a start, um, or at least was the backup last year. Yeah, he was. Um, He's a junior. Yeah, so they feel pretty confident in him, even though his numbers so far would, wouldn't isn't all that great. But they seem to be pretty confident in him and taking over the um, uh, the offense. So uh, if they can get decent quarterback play uh, better than what he's shown so far, then then that they they will be a legitimate contender to really win that division. Well, like you said, I mean they they got three starters returning on the offensive line. Uh, you know their receiving core is is right up there with one of the best in the Sun Belt. Um, you know they've they've got great running backs. I mean he's he's definitely got a ton of weapons and support. You know behind them. 
or behind him. I, you know, I think it's kind of one of those classic situations when you're ushering in a new quarterback after having someone like Hanson, who seems like he had been there for a decade, you know, um, of, uh, you know, maybe as long as they don't ask him to do too much and not make those mistakes and make smart decisions, you know, uh, high volume throws, things like that. Um, you know, that's probably, in my opinion, what, what Anderson's going to kind of expect out of, uh, out of Bonner if he truly is the guy. Yeah, and not only that, he's going to have now a full actual season of working with the receivers and getting the timing down and, and, and getting, you know, all the nuances out that, that you typically don't or aren't able to get out when you're the backup, right? You typically don't take too many first-string reps with the receiving core and offensive line and, and, and snap counts and stuff like that. So to have a whole spring, summer, and fall to kind of work through all that, I think will will aid in his development and and – you know, could very well be the the next you know decent um, quarterback out of Arkansas State. All right, cool. Anything else to add with the Red Bulls? I don't think so. All right, and that's it. So let's move on to you know a team that that Georgia Southern knows really well. Um, you know, a, a team that people thought you know could be kind of the the Cinderella uh, Cinderella of the Sun Belt um, last year and. Um, you know, they didn't have a, a bad season by, by any means, finishing 6-6 six six overall, but missing a bowl game, and that is the ULM uh, Warhawks. Um, obviously, Georgia Southern um, dropping that game, um, you know, first uh, Sunbelt loss, uh, followed by that, that home loss against Troy. But, um, you know, they, they took it to us in that game um, out there in Monroe. And, you know, they have Caleb Evans, uh, you know, a very capable quarterback uh, returning. You know, maybe he didn't have quite the – uh, you know, season everybody hoped him to have, uh, you know, last year. But but he does return. Um, their offense was explosive, uh, you know, f- uh, 415 yards per game. Um, but they only averaged kind of like you, uh, you alluded to with uh, with Arkansas State. Um, they had a hard time getting an end zone, um, only 27 points uh, per game. So, uh, what, not in our game, they did. Well, not not in our game. Yeah, that that definitely that definitely skewed the skewed the average there <laughs> a little bit. Um, so so like I said, I mean, you know, certainly can't. I mean, they, they, they were a classic example that you can't take anyone lightly. Um, and, you know, uh, the so-called experts, you know, out there thought that this might be a team on the rise. Um, do you think that they're on the rise? Do you think that they can improve on that 6-6 six and six, uh, record, make a bowl game this year, um, hopefully not beat us, uh, but, um, you know, uh, just, just kind of continue that path and, and uh, you know, under, under Evans? You know, part of me wants to say yes, that they can, but their schedule to start out the season is incredibly difficult. So they start off with Grambling, which should be a victory. Then they get at Florida State, at Iowa State, um, South Alabama, which should be a victory, and then Memphis. So out of those seven, they'll be probably two and three coming into to after that Memphis game. But then they get a, a midweek game against Texas State. They only have five days between Memphis and Texas State, and Texas State is coming off a bye. So, and then the week after that, they have Appalachian State um, in Boone. So, as much as, you know, things kind of point upwards to ULM, their schedule is going to be extremely difficult to where by the time they get through with Appalachian State, they could very well be 2-5 and five and, you know, just kind of throw in the towel at that point. Sure. Um but yes, they are very talented at, at quarterback with Caleb Evans. Um, they have very talented at offensive line. 
Their defense should should improve. Um, it's just that who does Caleb Evans have as weapons? Who's his receivers? Who's his running backs? You know, will he have the targets and, and, and the opportunities to, to actually score and to get points on the board? Um, if they can find those answers and they can and they can maybe sustain that first half of their season and, and get past the App State game maybe at three and four or four and three, then yeah, you're you're talking about a, a team that is very capable of making a bowl at that point. Yeah, well, so, so like uh, like you said, I mean, weapons for um, Evans. You know, their their leading receiver Marcus Green is gone. Um, you know, they've they got a few you know capable capable guys with some experience uh, you know behind them, but uh, their their whole offensive line returns. Um, so that's that's definitely you know something to note. Um, but but yeah, it it will be interesting to see if they can score more points if they can. Uh, be a little bit more consistent if that defense can be a lot better because they did give up a lot of points and you know just just kind of be a little bit more balanced um, and, and and take care of the football too you know I know they turn the ball over a lot so um, that's I, I for me that's kind of the biggest question marks of them and, and like you said I mean a really tough schedule and, and we do too you know I mean that's as, as you were rattling oh, off yeah, their I schedule mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at our schedule I'm like Cody we could be <laughs> you know I, um, I know kind of around the same boat I mean you know may, uh, ours ours tapers off a little bit there in the middle with with South Alabama Coastal and, and New Mexico State before App but you know with with LSU Minnesota and Louisiana with you know Maine tucked in there we you know could easily be uh you know one one and three entering south alabama but um so that's for a later episode that's for a later episode we're we're not gonna get ahead of ourselves but (laughs) but as you were saying that it's like well let's look in the mirror a little bit but um but yeah i mean it it will be interesting because and you know i i do kind of see some similarities um in, in us in that respect where it's like okay they you know the they're kind of on the upward path, but man, that schedule's brutal, and and that you know obviously uh, you know weighs heavy, and then like you said, it, it can deflate some teams, um, you know, uh, especially like the the younger, more inexperienced teams. I mean, if you get off to a rocky start, um, you're not always going to have an Arkansas State where they can bounce back from that and and just roll once, um, you know, when the late half of the, se- of the season. So. Um, it w- yeah, and I think yeah. for Arkansas State, it's like a rite of passage, right? Like, let's do really bad and off, you know, at the beginning of the season. Oh, they're used to it. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. conditioned for it. Where, where a team like ULM, who has never really been in that position, um, never, you know, done it before, and, and always kind of been middle of the pack to bottom dweller, um, you know, they're, they're just not used to it. Um, you know, so if, you know, where uh, a program like that obviously benefits from those early wins, from those early, you know, they've, they've had some upsets and they're – of their history beating power five teams. And, um, so, you know, that's, that's what a program like that, I think really relies on. Um, not, not to say that they can't, you know, rebound, but, um, they, they, they certainly aren't, aren't conditioned the same way that, uh, that are like Arkansas state is, or even Louisiana showed last year. So that, that, that will be kind of be the biggest question for them. I think. I think so too. All right. You ready to go on to the next Let's team? Move, yeah. So let's move to – I'm going to save Texas State for last because they're interesting. Let's move to South Alabama. Um, you know, this this is a team that, you know, talk about bottom dweller. I mean, they – since moving up into FBS, uh, you know, just have really struggled. Um, you know, had some glimpses there where, where they looked like they could, you know uh, – 
get in bowl eligibility. I, I believe have they ever been a bowl? I think they've maybe once. They were bowl eligible. Uh, yes, they once. have been to a bowl. They've been to two bowls. Okay. Uh, in 2014, the Camellia Bowl, where they uh, lost to Bowling Green, and then 16 in the Arizona Bowl, where they lost to Air Force. There we go. So, um, but but outside of that, I mean, three and nine last year, two and six in the Sun Belt. You know, we've handled them the last couple of years. What can you kind of tell me about the South Alabama team? I mean, is, is this a team that, you know, entering this the, the second year um, of uh, Steve Campbell, um, you know, they I know they've they've had, you know, a coaching carousel there, um, just like a revolving door of coaches. So, well, not really. Right. They had Jerry Jones. That's that true. Was, that's I think true. Yeah, was Jerry yeah, yeah. Jones. He was there for, was there for yeah, like yeah. 10 years. Right. And then Campbell came in to replace that's him. True. That's right. Um so they just haven't really had a, a think a, the a, a football team for too long, or yeah. like for a long period of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing with South Alabama is that Campbell came into a tough situation. He this is almost you hear the kind of phrase year zero for a first year coach, right? Because they're having to kind of rebuild and 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 Start get fresh, their yeah, stuff yeah. in. Yep, and so he's kind of having to do that again. This is going to be you know his second season, but it's going to be pretty much another year zero. He has a very inexperienced team. It's one of the the least experienced teams in all of college football. He's having to pretty much kind of develop just almost all the positions across the board. Um, this team will probably kind of, um, kind of, will, will, it will probably be a team that will get better as the season goes on, but they still won't be that great. Um, Again, they don't have the easiest of schedules to open up either with Nebraska, Memphis, and UAB, yep. uh, three of the first four games. So they'll have a lot of bumps and bruises. They'll be pretty. Um, they'll be. They'll be. I mean, do I think this team will finish last in the division? Yes. Do I think this will probably be the worst team in the conference? Yeah, I think they'll be worse than. Worse state. than yeah, worse than state and worse than than coastal. I agree. Um, but that's not to say that we should take them lightly. Oh, no, of course um, not. Of course not. When we play them, we play them on a Thursday night. Um, remember what happened last year when we played the worst team on a Thursday night in Texas, Texas State. State yep. we, nearly, we nearly lost that game. So this team will get better as the year goes on, but they just won't be that great. I'll look for them to really start to compete next year and in 2021 um, if Campbell was able to hold on to his job, which hopefully they'll give him a chance to because he's actually a really decent coach. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I just this this year this year is not the year for them. Next year, year after that, then we'll talk. But this year is not the year. Just for the them. rebuilding year. But yeah, you're right. Again, yeah. not not to get ahead. We, you know, we'll cover this in a couple of weeks. But but you're right. I, I think I, I I think that could be a trap game. You know, for us. Uh, you know, coming up there at uh, second uh, conference game of the year after Louisiana. Um, you know, uh, open Sun Belt play at home. And then go on on the road Thursday night, um, you know, quick turnaround, and playing that team that that you said might might have a really bad record at that point, um, but it, it it could you know be very reminiscent of uh, of that Texas State game. So that's that's definitely a team to at least from our perspective uh, to watch out for. But overall, yeah, that, I agree with you. I think they will um, definitely be last in the West. And more than likely, last uh, in, in in total Sunbelt Conference. Yep, yep. So finally, I'll, let's talk about Texas State. I think this the is the wild card. The wild card. I mean, you know, the, kind of the dark horse here. Um, 
certainly my pick uh, for possible Cinderella. I mean, it's 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 a wild card. I mean, it, re- it really is. I mean, because it, 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 you know we we just alluded to it with um, that Thursday game. That defense was stacked, Cody. They were they were so good last year. They just I mean they had a train wreck um, of a coaching staff and just situation there with the AD and. Uh, you know their, their head coach snapping at reporters and and uh, post game press conferences and uh, you know just all the off the field stuff. Uh, but on the field, that that defense was really really good. Georgia Southern knows that firsthand. Um, but you know they they just needed something to happen on offense. Enter uh, Jake Spavital. Um, you know, first year, uh, you know, coming out of uh, Texas Tech, he almost had a job in, in the NFL, um, you know, decided to stay uh, with Texas Tech or with uh, Texas State. Um, you know, this guy has worked with Johnny Menzel, Will Greer. Um, you know, he's certainly not going to have that kind of talent um, on offense at, at, at Texas State, but but this guy knows what he's doing on offense. So if you gotta you gotta think that if that defense stays anywhere close to what they were last year, um, and they get anything going on offense, this could be a really scary team and a huge improvement from the three and nine, uh, three and nine ten or three and nine overall team um, and one and seven in the Sun Belt that we saw last year. Yeah, I mean. You make very good points there, and it, it's, you know, I look back at our 2-10 and 10 team um, two years ago, and it's like, man, if we could just have somebody that knew what they were doing on offense, how great would this team be? And turn around, it was 10-3 and three last year. It's almost kind of like the same thing with Texas State, man. What if they could get really, some, you know, somebody that's really, you know, great in, in coaching the offense, how great could this team be? That could very well be the case with this team. You just don't know. Uh, their defense is stacked. They have probably the best linebacking core in the in all of Sun Belt. Uh, their secondary is deep. Their their defensive lines deep. You know, I th- think they have the weapons on offense to be competitive and to put points on the board. It's just how quickly can they learn his offense? Um, how quickly can they develop it? And then, you know, can they? You know, and then at that point, it's just can they put everything together to win football games? And if they can, then this team's going to be one to watch. Um, I think I think they can surprise some teams. Now, am I going to say they're going to win the West? No. Um, but could they no, finish but it, third but in above, a, in a weak above West, ULM? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they could finish third in, above ULM. I mean, if the, they if could the, potentially finish falls, right? ahead of Arkansas State. I, I really think they could. I mean, just depending that's on that's a big. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a big. That's a big one. But I, I think I really think they could. I mean, it just really you know depends on on how the schedule kind of stacks out and and, and plays well, out. Well, they well they're at Arkansas State, at Louisiana, and at App State. So that right there is going to be pretty hard as far as winning those games. But. I, I don't see them finishing above Arkansas State. That would have to be a collapse on Arkansas State and a, a huge ask of, of this Texas State team to, to take a big leap forward. Um, but they are one of the most experienced teams in college football. So I think the potential is there. I just don't see it. Can I see them finishing ahead of ULM? That I can see. Yeah. Arkansas State. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not jumping on that boat with you. I I, I don't know, man. I I think I might just uh, I might just sail out of the sunset on that one because I I like I I really I, I think I think this team wins seven games. I I, I do. I, I think this team could easily win six or seven games this year. I think they make a bowl. Um, and I honestly think 
that Arkansas State, um, you know, I know we didn't really touch on that. We, we said that Louisiana was going to win. Um, I think Arkansas State takes a huge uh, step back this year. I really do. Um, you know, I, I, and I, I do think uh, – I think they take a huge step back. I think they potentially miss a bowl, maybe finish 6-6. Six and six. Um, and uh, I think Anderson's gone. But so that's that's kind of my you know <laughs> that that's that's my two cents. That's my my kind of you know book it. Uh, we we can play this back at the end and see how wrong I am. Um, but <laughs> but you know let's go ahead. I mean that's what this thing's all about, right? Is 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 being armchair quarterbacks and making these wild predictions that you know likely won't come true. But you know who cares? Um, so I, I I do think that Arkansas State's reign in the conference is over. Um, Louisiana obviously is the team to beat. Um, but I think Texas Tech, um, with with this huge hire, I mean it's a, it's a really good hire, um, and I, I think it's going to work out for them. I do think it will take a couple years before they're competing to win the division and certainly competing to win the conference. Um, but but well, I, 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 so I, I think they're going to have a huge turnaround. Here's my here's my only holdup with Texas State is that there was a lot of terrible things that came out with their previous head coach as far as their AD and their their um yeah it was a catastrophe medical staff yeah and and their their you know their their training and and, and medical staff you know do we know if that situation's been resolved like do we know if like was that just kind of like a you know things being played up you know by the head coach and by the head coach's side to to make things seem worse than what they really were yeah as far as i know i think the ad is still there yeah the ad is still there but i mean when it came to about some of the stuff when it comes to the medical side of players and you know doing things that maybe were not in their best interest health wise has that been resolved or are they still kind of like had like a head trainer that really shouldn't be a head trainer yeah that's true i mean yeah i mean it, again the, the parallel with georgia southern i mean you have the situation with us and obviously you know head coach was was a uh, you know huge upgrade um, but you know position coaches coordinators but the the, the biggest one one of the biggest uh, you know differences was was our uh, strength and conditioning coach you know get, getting him in and, and we, we talked about that um, you know last season of, of what a huge difference he made um, you know well well not only that but we didn't I don't think our players really have to worry about if they get injured you know we get a pretty good training staff that's going to take care of them right you know right. but if you're a football player with Texas State you know, is that in the back of your mind? Like, oh, I don't want to get injured because who knows what kind of care I'm going to get by this train, like by this, you know, medical stuff. I would think. I mean, it's speculation, obviously, but I, I would think that with with a guy like like Spavital coming in, that you know he he would recognize that and and kind of you know bring in his own people or something. I know you know obviously that's that's hard to do for someone that wasn't a head coach and you know coming in and and can't just like you know bring everyone on the wagon with them but um i don't know i like i think if that's a problem and if it if it's still a problem and a glaring problem i think it's it will be addressed this year for sure okay um, yeah because yeah, i mean if all that background noise is still going on and i mean that's gonna that's gonna hamper kind of this season for him and but if he can also address that and get that cleaned up then then yeah, I think this is this I mean, will be a team to look, watch look out for. Look at us. And I'm not saying that. Obviously, we we didn't have nearly all the off the. It, it was mainly 
coaching. It was mainly people being in positions that they probably weren't ready for, or, or I mean, clearly weren't ready for. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the, there certainly wasn't all the other, you know, external noise, you know, with, with the summer situation, um, or, you know, or AD or anything like that with, with our program. Um, but, I mean, look how quickly we turned things around. You know, I mean, it, it, no one, we, we talked about it, agnosium uh, last season, Cody, of, 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 you know, no one expected us to have – the you know double digit losses to double digit wins um you know so i mean it, it can happen it can happen really quick and and and, and we've all people you know should know that um and i'm not saying it will happen for texas state I'm certainly not saying that they're going to get 10 wins um but I, I i think they could have a massive turnaround yeah i mean i agree i just think they got that he, he has a lot bigger project to do to 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 oh, yeah, that program for sure because sure. it's than, not just all on the field Lunsford, yeah yeah it's just yeah, not all yeah. on the field all right, cool. So we kind of answered the the main questions I wanted, which you know we 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 both think uh, Lafayette's a team to be in the West. Um, you know, we both I, I think Arkansas State's going to take you know a few steps back. You think they're still going to be kind of in the hunt there? Um, we both think that Texas State uh, will has potential to be the Cinderella, the surprise team, maybe not just in the West, but in the entire Sun Belt. I think they might have a few more steps forward than 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 you think. Um, but out of all that, the one question unanswered, um, obviously we'll touch on this in the next episode, but whoever does come out of, uh, this West division, um, obviously, you know, since they, they, they split, you know, the, the first, you know, j- just entering the second year, um, of these divisions, uh, but the West is, is, is still clearly weaker. You know, I, I think it's safe to say that whoever comes out of this, if it is Lafayette, if it's Arkansas state, um, do they stand a chance to, to win the whole thing? Yeah, I do, especially if it's Lafayette, or I guess they're not really called Lafayette anymore. But, yeah, if it's Louisiana, yeah, they, they, have, a, they have a very good shot of winning the whole thing. All right, man. I, 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 that's, that's all I have for this preview. So, I mean, um, we will pick it up next week um, where we will preview the East and, uh, you know, talk about – um, all the coaching changes uh, going on there uh, with, uh, you know, obviously the um, the big two and App State and, and Troy, um, you know, where, where Georgia Southern kind of fits into that. Um, will there be, you know, some surprise teams there? Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe a Coastal Carolina that, that uh, you know, had – had a pretty good season last year and just just missed a, a bowl. So um, talk about all that and uh, you know leading you up to uh, the season and the the Georgia Southern in depth preview and that uh, that LSU preview. So uh, looking forward to that, Cody. Yeah, can't wait, man. All right, so we will pick this up uh, next week and uh, hail Southern, Cody. Hail Southern, Matt. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gottatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gattatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gotta and Hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.